Hi, welcome to the podcast. We have a lot of just weird things to get into today. Uh, it is Friday, October 20th. Are you, How ready for Halloween are you? What is, what's Maddie's costume? Uh, Maddie has informed me that she wants to be the same thing she was last year. What's that? Cakey from Gabby's Dollhouse. Cool. Did you tell- Fine with me. uh, I don't think I told- So as a little girl, I met a couple weekends ago, and and I think she was two, uh, a couple Fridays ago at the McDonald's um, fundraiser for the Ronald McDonald House. And then I was talking to Paul- uh, my brother, after we, I was exchanging booty-shaking videos of Maddie and Noel, and I think Paul relate to me and that, that little girl, they're into Miss Rachel? Yeah. It, we haven't watched any Miss Rachel. What is that? So, Miss Rachel is a woman who I believe is like an actual educator um, or licensed educator. But she created like a YouTube channel basically and makes videos that cater to like preschool aged kids. Um, supposed to be very educational, soothing voice, that type of thing. I know a lot of people that watch Miss Rachel. Um, I don't know what I would compare it to, but you know, it's like instead of your kids watching Baby Einstein's. Or Coco Melon or something, you can watch Miss Rachel. But we never got into it. Okay, so. but, but it's a real person. Yes, it's a, it's a real, it's a real, it. it's a real okay. person. It's a human. Um, how how was she with Halloween last year with trick or treating? Were you? Th- she loves trick or treating. Um, she loves getting the candy. She's all about it. You she went to going house house. You went to your parents' neighborhood, right? Yes. Yeah, I think we did. Was that the old neighborhood? The old neighborhood. Okay. Yeah, because they didn't move until. Right after Christmas. How Between will, Christmas and New Year's. How will trick-or-treating be in their new neighborhood? Probably fine. I don't know where we're going to trick-or-treat this year. Because we talked about this last week and you were kind of... The, but when it, when it... I don't even know when trick-or-treating is. Because you know how sometimes 30, they do it on the weekend? In Toledo, it's the 31st. It's okay, always so it the 31st. Okay, so it is Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah. Um, you were kind of the impetus behind that. The question, or my, 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 my calling of the time of death of trick-or-treating. <laughs> but... Um, I had to split the baby a little bit. So places that are like, like Alex will probably have, I asked her, her name, you've been, have you been to her house? I have not yet. No. She lives in a very dense neighborhood. Yeah. And when she goes down to BG for her nephews, like it's like what we remember, like kids running across streets and all that stuff. So where trick or treating is going, it's still alive and well. Where it's not, it's dead. It's in a coffin. Well, so like when I was a kid, I remember like, we were in a neighborhood, a cul-de-sac. I'm sorry, what? A cul-de-sac? It's cul-de-sac, not cult. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Cult-de-sac. Don't come for me. Cul-de-sac. I said cul-de-sac. 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 <laughs> cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. Whatever. Um, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I'm fragile. Um, but I remember there being quite a few kids, especially the street over, because there are a lot of houses that like really do up their yards with like haunted house type stuff. Um, but then I also know that I feel like trick or treating went for longer than like an hour when it was still light out. Oh, um, and so people would like post game, like the second half of trick or treating was in the rich neighborhoods where they knew they would hand out like king size candy bars. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Um, but like in our neighborhood, our houses are kind of far apart. There's no sidewalks, so no one ever comes. 
I don't know where we're going to go trick-or-treating. I haven't, listen, I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought that far. Uh, I don't want to reminisce too much. And this is not like a back in my day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because the analytical person in me, as I was thinking about like, is trick-or-treating dead or not? Actually, trunk-or-treat is more efficient. For- it is. And you know what else is more efficient? Parades. That too. They, because they, let me they tell throw you the candy story. at you. So Maddie loves parades because she goes to Pride Parade. They throw candy. The there. holiday parade. They throw candy. So we go to Sylvania Fall Fest on last Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's a parade. She's game face ready. Mama, mama, we go to the parade. I want to go to the parade. When's the parade? Is the parade happening? There's no parade, When's the parade? Fall Fest, the parade? right? No, there is a parade. They don't throw candy. So three floats in. She turns around and goes, where's the candy? And I'm like, there is no candy. And she was just like. Did she want to speak to a manager? <laughs> she would have if she if she knew that line. Maybe. But yeah, she was like, whatever. You're- like, I'm done with this parade if there's no candy. That is, she, the amount of candy that girl got. At the Pride Parade was more than any trick-or-treating candy bag I ever remember getting. Uh, side note, the holiday- and it's way more entertaining. The holiday parade is the 11th, I believe. Probably. Do it's you, always around my birthday. Do you and her want to be in it? I have to, I'll drive our Q vehicle. Wait, the 11th? That's the same day as that other thing I texted Sad- you about. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, yeah. All right. Let me think about it. Would, would she would she enjoy being in the parade or Absolutely. like sitting in the vehicle? Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, parades where like you little you sit on your ass and they throw candy at you. Efficient. Hundred um, percent. I I don't know how trunk or treats are set up, um, whether they're circular, line of cars, or whatever. But you are like you're guaranteed candy. Like you can't be there without a trunk of candy, yeah. as opposed to us traipsing up and down streets. Not knowing that, who's gonna, whose light's going to be on and who's not. And, and this is shit candy. Like, you just give me a plastic toy from a quarter machine. Or a toothbrush. Remember when people would hand out toothbrushes? I didn't get those. Oh, I got toothbrushes. I, pennies? I got toothbrushes. I got popcorn balls. I, You know what, though? I appreciate... So I've seen a couple houses, especially last year, I think. I've seen a couple houses where they'll have... Options, And I'm not saying everybody needs to have options because you're doing the most. But they'll have like a a chocolatey delicious candy bucket. And then they'll have like for the little itty bitties, like maybe they'll have fruit snacks or they'll have like pretzels or some animal crackers, goldfish. And I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that because sometimes, and my kid especially, she doesn't want the candy. She wants the snacks so she would rather eat goldfish and pretzels and pringle chips so i appreciate that when you have options because kit you know like last year she was two right she had just turned two and she was old enough to kind of eat some of the candy but some of the candy i'm like you're not gonna chew that like a snicker bar she's not gonna chew that you got no teeth kid Right. But, like, they're still old enough. Like, I don't get the parents that take, like, their six-month-old out in a <laughs> stroller, and I'm like, you're clearly not trick-or-treating for the kid. But a two-year-old is old enough to be in a costume and look cute and walk around. And grasp that something is different than usual. Right. But they probably don't need to eat a whole bucket full of candy. So I appreciate the people that have options, things like that. That's kind of nice. I, 
Maybe that happened when I was a kid. I, I, I like the heck out of my neighborhood. I just texted Paul to see if Noelle is doing Halloween. She'll be two in some months. Mm-hmm. Can I still do months at that point? Like She's like 27 months old? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you talked about like the the time, the period of, of trick-or-treating. And usually I rolled out when it began to get dark, which is between Seven? like 6 six and 6.30. Remember, it gets uh, darker earlier on the East Coast. Oh, that's true. Than here. I feel like here it was like 7-ish was yeah. when it started to um, be fun for trick-or-treating. It was eat dinner, costume up, and then head out. And um, I remember being out sometime to like after 9 o'clock. Yeah. And, and a lot of times I was, I was gassed. Like I couldn't make another run. I would... It was. It but like too, my parents were like, we need to go to bed, and there were still people ringing the doorbell. How how late was this? I mean, yeah, nine thirty, ten o'clock. People were still going around. You didn't, they didn't leave the door open because a lot of places. Yeah, not- but like they'll still ring the doorbell. Like if they like they had. Uh, I mean, once we later in my later years, like there was like a glass door. Mm-hmm. Like we had the two, storm door. You call yeah, it? yeah storm door. So, like, sometimes they would knock, but sometimes they would ring the doorbell. Like, they would leave the lights on and stuff, but. Um, yeah, I'd be out till, like, 9, 9.15. We didn't nap it as we could have. That's why mm-hmm. we were probably tired. But you fill up one bag or pillowcase or whatever, take Dump it home, it. D- check it out, make sure no one is stuffed like their crack in here, which right. they never did. No needles in the Snickers they, bars. Right, right. They never did. Um Head back out and then stay out until... I, I never got called home. I was just tired after that second yeah. round because we'd walk my whole neighborhood. But I also remember having to bundle up like so many layers Co- under your coats, costume. Or coats over costume. Now? Like, it doesn't even get cold. Summer, the seasons have shifted. I mean, it's chilly, but not as... I remember it being like frigid cold. My dad calls Philadelphia something now because... So, California got a hurricane, right? Mm-hmm. Um, over the over the summertime, and for the last couple of years, like Philadelphia has had nothing, like some some super hot days, which is not, mm-hmm. but like no extreme weather. Um, and some tornadoes have rolled through there, which they never did when I was a kid. But yeah, my dad's calling it like this this Goldilocks zone of weather because it never gets too cold. There's some hot days, but it's usually decent, and there are never like torrential storms. The the, the bad storms have stayed down like down the shore in Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's nice, though. All right, let's see if Paul gets back to me. I'm curious if uh, it, I'm sure she is trick or treating, but I want to know what she's going to be. Probably a duck. She's still into ducks. Loves ducks. That's going strong. Then I texted. It's uh, been like a year or oh, more, like her life. I texted Tracy because I saw the trailer again for the duck movie. Do you know what that is? No. I did last night. My brother sent me a trailer for an Adam Sandler animated movie about like a, basically like a school pet. You know how like elementary school kids, they'll have like a class pet and the kids get to take turns taking them home. It's like a guinea pig or something. Yeah, yeah. It, but it, so there's, the main characters are a turtle and like an iguana looking dude. And Adam Sandler voices one of them. It looks really funny actually. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's on now or it's no, coming? No, I think it, I think it's coming. It was a trailer like preview, but the duck movie's called Migration. Oh, I think I have seen that. Did that come out yet? No, no. Okay, I think I saw a trailer for that during Paw Patrol movie. Good times. Um, anyway. what was I ask you? 
Oh, uh, the, we didn't even get to the, there was going to be a weird thing, but there's, they didn't start with the weird thing. For some reason, I can no longer go to certain websites to buy up collectibles here at the radio station. I don't know why. I could probably pull up Pornhub and YouPorn and whatever other, What you know any of the other ones? No. Okay. Um, could probably pull those up, but all of a sudden the other day, or within the Within the last two weeks, I couldn't go to HasbroPulse.com. I just got like the spinning... You just th- on your phone. I know, but still, it's so easy here. Um, so easy, but I saw how slow the internet is. That... No, I don't know what that was. Maybe it was. Maybe as we, I went to the other collectible sites, it was thinking, should we let you hear? Right. Big Brother's watching you. Um, House of Usher? It's your bank account. Yeah. We'll just move on because you haven't watched it or have no interest in it. No. Okay. Uh, you also have no interest in the Taylor Swift movie. Nope. Latest is uh, apparently she is falling quite in love. Whatever. Whatever. I. Good for her. I know. Like you want good people. For her. You want people to be happy, right? And he, Any, anytime I see a celebrity couple, I'm like, you know what? Good for you. I hope it's real. They don't laugh. That's ha- all I can say. Mm-hmm. I hope it's real. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I, if Hugh Jackman can't stay with his wife, there's no hope for the rest of us. But he was with her for decades, at least. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I know. But I'll give you I will give you an example. That still ended. So what are the rest of us out here in these streets supposed to do? We're, we're maybe inching closer to a theory I had some years ago that I could never back up. That, like, maybe humans just are not meant to be monogamous. Here's Brosnan still with his wife. And she looks completely different. Good for them. I'm not uh, saying she looks bad. I'm saying different. She went from like Hollywood to like, good for you. You look like you're a mom in the Midwest, and he's still with her. So, okay. Um, I and I should not. I get that anybody that that listens to me giving any kind of like relationship or dating advice <laughs> will tune out. But it's a certain kind of advice. It's coming from a very specific place I know I might not know relationships but I know people yes as you clearly showed me yesterday creepily calling me out we'll get to that Bethany thought I was insulting her when I was actually pinpointing uh, but it could be an insult wasn't an insult I I don't insult people I observe things now sometimes my observations might irk you but that's on you homie it didn't irk me it was just creepily accurate and something that I've never thought of. We've been having that on the going discussion since literally last week. I know. Okay. Uh, we will come back to that. Uh, I see little... Now, every, when these people breathe, you you see it. When a celebrity dates something, like, it's it's news. I, yeah. I wish it was. Although, there are some super famous people who do a hell of a job keeping their private life out of the public. Right. A great example... Guess pretty current would be. We know very little about Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. Yeah, like I know that there was like a maybe a cheating thing, and he had to apologize, but we don't know like her his day to day stuff. So right. good for him. Same with, I feel like the same about uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Mm, we know like you you see couple photos and like sometimes photos of their kids, but like. That's not usually what they're in the news for. They're seemingly quite happy though, and, yeah. and I guess the only reason. I have come across a bunch of them because she is his baby factory. Well, yeah. Um, I see a little bit of myself, or I sense a little bit of myself in Taylor Swift. Whereas she is a like potentially a serial relationship person, 
I am like a serial talker or interest, not necessarily dating or relationship. No, no, you're not a serial relationship person. Oh, not at all. Not at all. But there was a time where I really enjoyed like going on dates and getting to know people. To get, getting to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then COVID happened and then it, it broke people. And I'm like, fuck this. I just want to get to know my Switch and pizza. Um <laughs> From what I read in this, granted, it's a New York Post article, uh, the source close to Blake Livey, like, she is smitten. She loves how he treats her, and he does seem very gentlemanly and normal. Her family loves him. Blah, and the end of the, the piece said, she may have realized maybe she just needed to get out of the circle that she normally dates in, which is, like, artists, musicians, creative types. Um, although, athlete is still in part of that circle as far as celebrity is concerned. Yeah, I think just as bad if not worse. It, And they are so opposite to who they usually date, but whatever. I, I want people to be happy. I want it to work. Yeah. I wonder if because she is apparently being treated like a princess and because he is outside of that usual realm of who she dates, she likes being like lesser in a way because she's, Probably. Taylor, she's Taylor Swift. Like you can't wine and dine her. Because she can buy the restaurant. Right. But maybe with his behavior towards her. But my thinking is, once that gets... Like, the honeymoon will end. Well, think about it, too. I mean, yes, like, every housewife and little kid now pays attention to football just because they're going to see Taylor Swift in the audience. But, like... Games nationally televised, 4-25 on Sunday. But maybe going into it, she was like, you know what? These people aren't going to know or really care who I am. So yes. I can go to a game and kind of stay low profile, which isn't really, isn't necessarily the case. Right. But you know what I mean? Like those aren't the typical, those are not typically her fans. Mm-hmm. So she She's probably in- was like, oh, hopefully I won't get bombarded when I go to a football game. It's more distraction than adoration. Yeah. Um. My My thinking is... That when, whenever the honeymoon ends, and they always end in any kind of re- relationship, whether it's with a job, a, a toy, like new toy syndrome. That's what Absolutely. I called it for most of my life. Um, she's out. I, I think she likes the honeymoon and not the day-to-day minutiae of a relationship. Because and that's fine. I. It's diff- like you say day-to-day minutia. Taylor Swift's day-to-day is not a normal person's day-to-day. I agree. So that's the other factor. Is like her day-to-day problems that would come up in a relationship are going to be completely different than but there's, somebody else's. They're just an exaggerated version of normal people problems, but they're still things. And remember- like she's not going to she's not going to get into a relationship discussion about finances. You know what I mean? Right, but there are still That's not gonna be a topic there are still, and these things are challenging. I think most of these relationships time out because of travel and work. Yeah, and it's hard to keep these things up. And those are normal people problems. Hey, yeah. I, I don't like the Josh. Josh, I don't like your hours. You're, you're working too much. That like that stuff. Humans are humans, and that stuff yeah. can get to people. I think she is, and remember, she is also even though she comes off as every woman. Not some Lady Gaga meat dress. Like she, this is her appeal. She's so normal. Quote um, unquote. She is still one of the most talented and creative people on earth. And creative and talented people are a little weird. 
100%. So I wondered if that, and I'm just speculating of all this because I, I am the first That's person. All we can to re- do. I'm the first person to realize that you know, like less than 0.01% of these people's lives, but she shows a lot and we can glean what we can. I think the creative in her, she always needs that spark like me. Like, I can't live, you know me, I, I can't do mundane. Right. I need something going, going, going. I have now completely dismissed, you need to get out in nature and appreciate this, appreciate the colors of fall. Like, fuck no, I'm going to go back to my puzzle and keep my mind occupied. I think that's her. It's, it's interesting to me that you find puzzles, though, to be your... Like that would seem mundane to me. It, but it allows but it allows me to be engaged. I'm constantly hunting. Hmm. So it 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 has been the the perfect Are you a crossword puzzle person? No. Do you do cross no? No Sudoku? No. Oh. But but these puzzles I It would be similar though, right? No. Well keep your mind it, occupied? Constantly thinking. But with this, to me, this is like, there are times where I'm doing my puzzles and I feel very Indiana Jones-like because I'm looking for a certain piece, like I'm deeply eyeballing a certain part of a poster mm-hmm. and then, um, like, I think I found a piece, but I turn it another way and go, oh, that goes there. Or like, how did I miss this for the first mm-hmm. 800 pieces on the puzzle? It's it's quite fascinating. Okay. Um, I think that's a lot of Taylor. Like, when her brain is not engaged and it's just chill and, you know, the, the day-to-day right. stuff... She is well, especially since that hasn't been her lifestyle since she was what thirteen or something crazy. Go like go, that. go 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 go. She's go. never had right. that. She's never had to sit still because she's never had like I think the Joe Alwyn thing was the longest relationship that we're we know of, right? Yeah. And it was so. very it was very quiet. And I was like, this is good. Like this is probably why this is working because he doesn't want to be out there and she's respecting that. And lo and behold, it was the longest lasting one that we know of. All the other high profile ones, people got songs and run off the internet about them. It'll be interesting to see, A, if this relationship makes it all the way to postseason, and B, uh, if it continues after football season because then people, not that they won't care, but like that people get into basketball and other sports. I'm not the sports fan. I... For that very reason, I am avidly hoping for an Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl rematch. They don't play in the ring. Dude, our Lions. I know they're very Come good, and they have they have a very big game on Sunday. If they win this, they're gonna. They, they, I think they're at Baltimore. I know they play Baltimore. I don't know if they're there. Yeah, they are there. I think this could be our maybe year. not. This could be. Hold on. Let's hold like. I, Look, all I'm saying is that this is the first time in a long time that they have had hope. Yep. So let's continue. And it's not SOL. Right. Like they're they're It's not whoop. See you next year. It's we'll not try like again. they have a ninety eight yard drive. They they pound their way down the field, you know, a penalty gets picked up. And then they fumbled the goal line. Like, there's none of that shit happening this year. So, I, yeah. they could host the NFC Championship game and, and be the top seed in the conference. Um, that would be great for all my Lion fan friends, even though they would all probably think they're on some psychedelic 60s drug. Probably. So, for that, I want I want this relationship to continue, and I want the Eagles and Chiefs to play in the Super Bowl. And I think Fox has the Super Whatever network has the Super Bowl this year is also hoping for that as well. Because oh, sure. you're talking like the biggest TV show of the year and Taylor Swift is there. And you know who would be the most irate human on earth for that? Usher. 
Probably. You, it, he, from what I gather from him getting it, um, like he's waited for this this ask for a long time. Like yeah. we're, we're 25 years into the Usher career. He's older than I am, I think. Um, gets the ask and the team in the Super Bowl, Chiefs more likely than, than the Eagles, I think at this point. Team in the Super Bowl has a guy who's dating Taylor Swift. Like he's throwing darts at Taylor Swift, hoping I this doesn't know. happen. I don't know. But like, are Usher fans Taylor Swift fans? No. No, but if people like people like me. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl for Usher. I don't. I don't give a crap about Taylor Swift. But there are are there are far few people who are actually do- Usher should be happy about the fact that that's the possibility that that many more people. We'll tune in to watch his Super Bowl halftime performance. No, but you know, but what what may happen is he is an iconic artist. He has had he, right. he, Huge. He, he granted he got started. He probably is more recognizable big hits to a wider amount of people uh, than than Taylor Swift, sure. only because he's been around longer. Right. So I can see things being like. Internet chatter and whatnot. Like, I wonder what Taylor thinks of Usher's halftime. Or where's Taylor? Like, we got to get a sh- shot of Taylor watching a peer doing the halftime. Like, if I were him, I would be... I would, as they say in the 90s, go postal. Look, no press is bad press. If his name is in the article, it doesn't matter. That's how he should look at it, in my opinion. Uh, Swifties get pissed off that he wouldn't shout her out at halftime. I'm just... Just... It'll be fine. I still want Eagles We don't even Chiefs know if the relationship because, is going to make it that long. Or if it's a legit thing. Right. But it seemingly looks like that. Maybe. Um, speaking of music, uh, Taylor Swift is a solo artist. And as I shined the mirror up to Bethany, as we were going over songs that she likes, like the pattern here is you like pop rock, singer, songwriter. And if there's any, if there's more than a person, you do not like them, regardless <laughs> of how pop rock, like... It's not that I, that's no no no. It's not that I don't like it. I don't have my my MySpace top eight, if you will, does not necessarily include a lot of bands. However, I feel just as strongly about All American Rejects, which is a group, as I do someone else like Matt Nathanson. Oh, sure. No, I probably like All American Rejects more than Method. No, Jason. I, I'm offering you front row tickets for the All American Rejects or, uh, at the zoo or Jason Mraz. You can only pick one. <sighs> yeah, that's what I thought. I don't know. Do you like Daniel Powder? Not so much. Okay. So there you go. Who are some of the other Matt Nathans and types? Then I know I. Re- How did you feel about Sean Mendez? Mm. No. A little, little too young for you? Yeah. Okay. What were some of the other ones that we brought up? Oh, my God. I don't even know. I'll pull up my phone. There were in. so many. But, yes, I you you first thought I was like... But I was trying to come up with that Ryan Cabrera one on the all way da- day yesterday. On, I could have helped I you with that. I was like, who is the dude with the crazy hair? Yeah. I'm like, I know he had like one song, on and the- I couldn't think of it all day. And then I woke up this morning and was like, on the way down. And I was like, oh, I know it. I know the song. Yeah. And, and I had to text you right away. Do you remember the ballad, True? Yeah. Yeah. He was good. He was good. He was good. good. And I loved um, Ashley Simpson. It, yeah, it's a shame he got labeled because he had some decent hits and he was a thing yeah. then. 
Oh, that's he the guy was that... kind of overshadowed by her a little bit. Correct. Yeah. Unfairly. Uh, so you, oh, and you don't like Lifehouse? Yeah. I like Lifehouse a lot. Um, Philip Phillips, garbage. Uh, yeah, I only I only like a few songs. That's that's plenty because they're kind of catchy. Um, but I wasn't like a oh you asked fan. you did ask me for one particular song that that was definitely a group and I'm not gonna put it in. Um, Vertical Horizon. Yeah, great band. Great. Um, so great. Everything I want, everything you want, great song, mm-hmm. uh, best I ever had, and you're yeah. a god. See? And you won't put it in. And that's a group. How about, I heard today, might be a, a little too new new for you, but Hozier, Take Me to Church? Uh, I like that. I like that song. I'm not like a huge mega fan, but I like I like his stuff. Who's, is it Ray LaMontagne? Yeah. What is that? He has a great voice. It's like real kind of gritty, like soulfully, like just kind of bluesy. Is he white? Mm, I you don't, don't know? know? Honestly, I think so. Yes, actually. Uh, you did not like my my shot at you about uh, you like Bowling for Soup, which is a terrible band. I, I don't know. They're a novelty soup. band. Yeah, I don't know. I am all in. Did you listen to this? Do you st- remember James Blunt? Yeah. You're you're beautiful. I didn't think he was singer songwriter enough because I don't think he played an instrument. Really? I don't think so. He might have. You're beautiful, know. and then um, yeah, beautiful. I always make fun of his voice. How about Gautier? Somebody that I used to know. That's a great song. You can't tell me that's not. A it's catchy. It's amazing song. It's freaking weird, but it's a, it's a catchy song. It doesn't song. matter. That's a great song. Um. We can both agree that Blessed Union of Souls is a good band. So good. They have a lot of hits. A lot. And they, like, I, I don't think people think about it. Like, they don't, that's not a band that people bring up as being like, oh my God, you got to play it. But like, they have a lot of great hits. They were, a lot of those bands like that in the mid to late 90s were pretty faceless. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Like, the Verve Pipe. Yep. Um, Like, people know the song, but they don't know the artist. Better that, than, that kind of better thing. than Ezra. Better than Ezra. Yep. Counting uh, people know Counting Crows because the guy had crazy hair. Yeah. I bet it's because these bands weren't MTV bands. Yeah. But that's so like all that music reminds me so much of like Saturday mornings. Like hell- Saturday mornings, we'd get up early because I had ballet. Like I have this really vivid memory of going through a car wash, listening to that one Blessed Union of Souls song in my mom's I believe. car. Yeah. Great song. Like, I don't know why I have this vivid memory of that, but I do. Uh, their biggest hit was Hey Leonardo. Yeah, which is a great song. I, so, I, do can I tell you two quick songs, uh, two yeah. quick stories about Blessed Union of Souls? Yeah. So, this is probably 2000 or so. Yeah, it was 2000. Um, when radio stations used to hold, like, big, big concerts, mm-hmm. like the Jingle Ball stuff. Right. Um, we were looking for an act when I was working at a station in, in Detroit. We were looking for an act, and this is when um, that song, Hey Leonardo, was on fire. And I think it was like they they were about to go number one at the top 40 format, and they would have been a good headliner or a good addition to our show lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, this was when things weren't as tracked electronically. Um so all I remember is being told for us to, because I would schedule the music for the radio station, not do a bunch of the politics or whatever, but I my ear was in there. I was still uh, apprenticing in, in a way. 
So that weekend, uh, it was Friday afternoon, office was closed, and you know, music logs were set for the weekend, but the Blessed Union of Deals, Blessed Union of Souls deal came down, like, they're in. But we need you to play the song three times an hour in the overnight, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> what? Because they wanted to take the song, I guess, like, number one. Okay. So instead of the song playing, like, once every 90 minutes, it was three times an hour. That's how I feel about the most radio stations now. I hear the every time I turn the radio on, it's like the same that, song. Do you know why? Because you turn the radio on at different points in the day. And the goal is to have you hear songs that are huge whenever you tune in. Okay, but I don't want to hear the same beep song every time I turn on the radio. The other story is they did a show of ours when I was living in Saginaw. And uh, very nice, very nice. Uh, I chatted football with Elliot, the lead singer, for like an hour. Good dude. Yeah, I big with Bengals fan, but you you said I believe that mm-hmm. was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, hey Leonardo, there are several others, but did you listen to Standing at the Edge of the Earth? Yeah. Did it did it move you? Because it's very much like I yeah. believe. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Any other bands? I, I was look- an angsty. I was an angsty little teenager. Um, I listened to a lot of like Tori Amos and Fiona Apple and Ani DeFranco. I was angsty. The only thing good about Tori Amos is when they uh, dance mixed Professional Widow. <laughs> I guess. What else did you send me? You, uh, you know who is not a good singer? Your daughter. <gasps> you leave her alone. It's a screech. You leave her alone. She's three. She'll find her voice. I hope she finds it and closes back up. <gasps> I... Any other music things? Wait, well, you do like Pretty Ricky and yes. like the, the the grimy, gritty stuff. So you like, there's no in the middle with you. <laughs> there's really not. It's like weak, sappy white guy, pop rock singer songwriter, and then like or heavy R and B. Do you do you want a uh, Pretty Ricky story? Uh, a friend of mine was their record label representative, and everybody has heard stories about like acts with weird riders. Mm-hmm. They demanded like boxes of Magnum condoms. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> it's good work if you can get it. Um, I sent you the story yesterday that there is someone concerned about the new traffic pattern at airport and burn. Uh, yeah. A driver says she saw some close calls, some always uh, cringing, like, please don't let it be an accident. She didn't want to be identified. You know, know what, I feel the same way about the freaking Central Avenue going over 475 situation. Because there's no, no liners. Yeah. And like, if it's raining and dark out... Scary. you got to hope somebody's in front of you. It's a free-for-all. Yep. But I've never heard of any incidents, which is wild. Maybe, maybe they, not. Maybe they sweep them under the rug. Maybe. Because that... that I can't even call it an intersection. That stretch of road terrifies me. Same. Uh, let me like it. give you more of this, lady. Um, You were fired up about it. Because I drive, I mean, on it, on it every day. Yeah. Um, a car is just coming down the center lane, uh, and of course they're going at a great speed because they're assuming that they can go straight. So they have to come to a complete stop in order to stop from colliding with a car that's in front of them. Her concern is the new turning lane going south to get into an apartment complex. Uh, she recorded a video on her cell phone of cars driving north on Burn using the center lane, which is against the law. Instead of waiting with the flow of traffic, they get into the center lane and they go straight up. Yeah. I believe I do that, but it's only because I can. 
I mean, yeah. I, that that light sometimes because of construction is backed up to like where those apartments right. are. The same thing happens. Josh has the same situation um, on Pennsylvania, like rush hour before you get to Hill, because mm-hmm. that that light, especially if people have sat through the train and then they're still trying to go, like people try to drive that center turn lane all the time. And cop, but cops will sit in that um, sports complex and get people that try to do that. Even before um, all this was changed, there were still people doing the center lane if that line was backed up. Yeah. I've done it. Right. Um, my favorite part of this was um, the wo- the Toledo woman says this new traffic pattern on burn between airport and Arlington may cause a serious accident if people don't pay attention. You should, be, you should be paying attention. I highly encourage you to pay attention as much as possible when you're driving. And I think I know this better than like almost any spot in my drive. Burn between airport and Arlington, nothing there has changed. No. Until you get to the light. At Dung- right. Nothing. Mm-mm. What did you, I said dumbasses. What did you call them? Morons. Bring on the meteor. You said you said. You didn't just call. You called him a bunch of different things. It was pretty funny. Nothing You're racial. Uh, look, no. You can be. But the a- first word was an f bomb. Fucking dumbasses. And I was dumbasses. like, oh no! You said f everyone, and I was like, oh, he's mad. Oh, he's mad well, about something. I mean, I just don't think when we have to tell people to pay attention when they're driving, like that's not even like phone oh, stuff. Yeah, you should pay attention when you're when you're like behind the wheel of something that could kill someone. Right. A giant missile. What are you going to do this weekend? I am working a private Halloween party tomorrow from oh. 10 a.m. Right. till 8 p.m. Let's roll this back. Uh, you have been extremely busy and extremely. up till recently very cranky, rightly so. What was your, there was a musical last night? Yes. Uh, she Loves Me is uh, happening. Uh, Toledo School for the Arts musical is She Loves Me. And they're doing it at Owens. Um, Owens Center for Fine and Performing Arts. Um, so I had lobby duty last night for that. Um, but yeah, no, this uh, one of our donors has a ginormous plot of land out in Swanton, and they have a private Halloween party every year. And so myself and Gerke and a few other adults and 30 of our closest little TSA kids are going to be working this Halloween party from 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. outside in the cold. It's all day. It's not slavery. It's indentured servitude. <laughs> kind of, yeah. It's but the funny ass. part, so the best part is that Gerky goes and gets he rents like a gorilla looking costume. And when they go out for their hay rides at night, he scares people. He walks around like Bigfoot in the forest. It's very funny. Um stand by one second. I have to cut a traffic report. <laughs> No. No incidents no incidents at this time. No unusual slowdowns either. If you're seeing anything we're not, please pass it along. That's your cumulus Toledo right now traffic. This gorilla looking costume. That's something. Yeah. No incident. But he does look like barefoot. He's a large not barefoot. Bigfoot. He's a large fellow. It's really funny. Will you dress up at all? Uh I will be dressed in several layers to stay warm, but I will not. You said I, yeah. ten to eight? 10 to 8. My my condolences. And then I have a birthday party on Sunday, and then I get on a plane on Monday. Who's the birthday party for? My cousin's little girl. Okay. 
How old is that kid? 12. 12. Is Maddie going to go? Yep. Get some cake? Yep. Are you ready for your trip to Alabama? Nope. (laughs) Not really. But we leave on Mondays. When will you be back? We come back Friday at some point, and then I have to DJ homecoming on Saturday. Uh... You leaving out of you're leaving that driving up to Detroit. Yeah. Uh, direct flight. Yep. That's good. Yep. Delta. How, how, how many people are going? Four of us. You. Me, Gerky, uh, Lucas, and Robert. Bunch of dudes. Bunch of dudes. Bunch of dudes. But I get my own room. Please. And I get to sleep in a bed all by myself for a whole week. Hey, watch out for bed bugs. Oh, don't even. Why would you even put that in you my? You better head? lift that mattress up before you lay down. Don't, don't lie. Um, <laughs> you sent me the homecoming uh, playlist. I couldn't open it up. So you let's let's discuss homecoming let's. for TSA. Is it at, at the the black room? Yeah, it's in the black. Where box. they're going to be doing all the curse words in Cardi B and Olivia Rodrigo they songs? They didn't put that on the playlist. They put like lots of Pitbull and some. It's like 2006 white wedding reception music. It was so all the songs, wild. You, the Fray and Jason Mraz. Not even that. Like lots of really old, like original Black Eyed Peas. Um, God, what was the one? I was like, what? Like Jaden would be very happy. I was Nelly just thinking Furtado's about that. on there. Next Friday, next Friday night or Saturday? Next Saturday night. So if you want to come be my hype man, it was uh, just ve- it was very interesting because there were maybe. I was like, do all these kids listen to this radio station? Because it was like five current songs, and the rest of them were from early 2000s. Q105. I was like, they must be Q105. Q105 listeners. has changed the game, has changed the radio landscape in so. Toledo. Like, this this is your market, so. Well, tell them to listen. Hang up a Q105 banner. You gotta come. Those kids probably don't even know what a radio is. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They do, because a lot of them were like, hey, my grandma listens to that. I'm like, good. Learn from your grandma. Goddamn. I know. Uh, is there a theme for homecoming? Probably, but I don't know what it is. I haven't heard. I wasn't maybe, privy to that. Maybe Jaden and I can saddle up and come watch DJ Herb Let's go. Do it, playing her vulgar edits, Let's her go. vile edits for these kids. And then Gerky says to me, I get all I don't clean bl- music. I don't, they know the lyrics anyway. Yeah, I know. They sing it too. Gerky says, "I don't believe in censorship. Neither do your neither do your students." No, they don't. They man, there were sixth graders. The last dance I did, there were sixth graders singing WAP, and I'm like, "What? Where are your parents?" How would you feel? But you know what? I can't even talk because I do not censor my music with my kid. Well, when she's five and. Doing whatever. Knock on what she has Gunna yet says. to use. I I know the day is coming and it's coming soon, because her, her vocabulary is probably better than mine. But so far, but you know, we've th- come out unscathed. You know the words you're using. She doesn't. No, but I, but I bet she learned real quick. Okay, let's put some money on this, or at least I don't know a something. A candy corn martini that I'm still waiting for. Frick yeah. You come over after. Are you, are you busy tonight? Nope. Come on over. I'll make you one. Okay. Um, I'll follow you home. 
By all means. Right now. When are you leaving? <laughs> uh, get out of here a little after five. Um, what do you think will be the first dirty word she says? I don't know. I, I think it's it's very like low odds on shit. See, I think that's high because my mom even said it to oh, me. Oh, I mean, like, a, like you wouldn't win a lot if you bet if you said shit. Oh, like I think that's just gonna I'm, come out. That's like, gonna be a given. Mom, what's this shit? <laughs> that's gonna be a given. I was I called my mom because my mom and dad have her right now. I called her on the way over here, and she was she said that word like plain as day, and I hear my dad in the background go language. Um. So I wouldn't be surprised. That That's a given. Let me uh, get something on the record here um, that we haven't done for quite some time. She got a little bit of stomach, but that's okay. She gonna let a real nigga eat. I appreciate a woman with a whole lot of cake. Knowing that you listen to that music, uh, we've opened the I'm scope. I'm not in front of her. It that e- I wouldn't play in front of her. It echoes. Okay, well. Maybe, maybe. So she has a wide berth of selections that she could choose from to drop her first vulgar word. For sure. But it's not, yeah. I mean, other than like, yeah, shit, the F word, maybe ASS, but like. Yeah, you can say ass. Ass. I want, um. Like she's not, she's not really exposed to much else. The So I'll put the lowest odds, you will win the least on shit. I will put the, the best odds, like if you want to like take your shot at Powerball at cocksucker. That's not coming out of her mouth. That's why. That's never going to come out of her mouth. Bad bet, but so. Not for a long, 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 long time. All right, we're wrapping it up. Good night.